When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I'm your host, Eric Fisher. This is the show where I talk to the people behind the productivity. This week, I'm talking with Daniel Clark, CEO of Brain.fm. Brain.fm uses a patented AI engine to generate music backed by scientific research to help listeners focus, relax, and sleep, but also meditate and recharge. In this conversation, we break that all down, we talk about what that means, we talk about how it works, why it works, and why normal music isn't necessarily bad, it's just, it's primarily made to sound good and evoke feelings, whereas Brain.fm is using their PhD-led scientific research to engineer music specifically designed to enhance certain brain states for focusing, relaxing, recharging, meditation, and sleeping. They also gave me a code for you to, one, check out and get a free trial of Brain.fm, but also get 20% off your first year if you decide to sign up. Just go to beyondthetodolist.com slash brainfm and make sure to use promo code BEYOND to get 20% off your first year. Again, that's beyondthetodolist.com slash brainfm and use promo code BEYOND to get 20% off your first year. I'm really excited for you to listen to this conversation with Daniel Clark because for me, Brain.fm touches on a number of different things we've talked about on this show before. Again, focusing, meditating, relaxing, recharging, sleeping, and ADHD, and even working out. So prepare yourself for some geeky auditory neuroscience in this conversation with Daniel Clark. With this week, it is my privilege to welcome to the show Daniel Clark. Daniel, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? I am great, and I'm really excited about this. This is one of those topics when it comes to music per se, although that's not necessarily what this is. Uh, I have listened to music as I've fallen asleep since I was in like junior high. So, and you know, and I'm not going to say how long that now has been since then, but <laughs> let's just say at least two decades. So, <laughs> the, but, but for me, music as well as just improving and achieving higher success and or other brain states uh, is hugely appealing to me. And so the work that you and really this, the, the science and all of that behind uh, brain FM is incredibly interesting to me. It mixes like productivity. It mixes technology. It mixes, gosh, I don't know how many other interests of mine. So thanks for being here. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm excited to go in with everything and, and go through the details with you. So ultimately, Brain FM, a lot of people are going to think, oh, it's just it's music that helps you focus. The problem with that is that that's such a limited idea of what it really is. And so maybe start off with not to make this like a commercial 
for an, a whole episode or anything, but there there is some accessing of higher levels or better levels or different levels or whatever you want to call it of mental states that this allows you to do. So I guess just give me the pitch for what Brain, Brain FM is on the glance, and then we'll dig deeper into it. Sure. So Brain FM, we create functional music to help people focus, relax, and sleep better. It's all backed by scientific study research and experiments. Basically, what we do is we're able to encourage your mental state into a certain locking, right? So we call it neural phase locking. And what we do is we build music with an AI and with composers to get the best of both worlds, which we can go into later. Um, But basically, the whole goal is to be able to produce and arrive to mental states on demand. And whether it's focusing, relaxing, sleeping, or different combinations of those, and again, I'm sure we're going to go through those as well, um, being able to have that anytime you want. Um, For the Focus product specifically, what I tell people is it's kind of like when you've had two cups of coffee, it's two in the morning, you have your project due tomorrow, and you feel like you find your flow state, you feel like you find this zone where you can fly and you can do anything. And we enable that on demand uh, for Focus any time of day. Uh, for sleeping, we can help people fall asleep in 10 to 15 minutes and stay asleep. Um, and yeah, really what we're trying to do is bring out the best version of yourself that you're already accessible and um, find a shortcut to get there anytime you want it, uh, whenever you need it. So you use the phrase neural phase locking. I'm interested in hearing like, what does that exactly mean? Sure. So basically that is the combination of what our AI does and producing the music. So I'm sure that some of your listeners are familiar or have heard before binaural beats or isochronic tones. And basically the idea of those were that you play different frequencies and different kinds of ears and um, different kinds of values, and they're able to do what, basically what I just said. The challenge with that is even though that there has been evidence to show that's improvement, there's actually tons of evidence that shows that that is actually not something that's beneficial. Um, And it's kind of like leftover pop science. What we have with our neural phase locking is kind of like that promise delivered, where we are able to combine different kinds of frequencies, salient events, different kinds of um, tones, and, and, and really crafting our music. And the way, the interesting part of how we arrive to it is that I like to tell or explain our music as a skyscraper. And really the scaffolding of a skyscraper is that neural phase locking. It's the brain protocol that we have for every different kinds of mental state, right? And then our music, we actually put on the outside of that uh, scaffolding and it's more the facade. So it doesn't matter if you're listening to our jazz. It doesn't matter if you're listening to our lo-fi. It doesn't matter if you're listening to our electronic. It actually has all very similar um, neural phase locking, which helps you get into that mental state and then lock and stay there for as long as you're listening to the music. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. That makes a lot of sense. And so... Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard of binaural beats and other kinds of things like that before. I'd had like apps on my phone about, I don't know, seven to 10 years ago. Maybe, maybe the phone. No, we had apps 10 years ago. Sorry. See, it's like, (laughs) wait, what world are we living in now? I don't know. Uh, but I remember that putting in like earbuds in my ears and sitting there in my cubicle and picking like a binaural beat kind of a thing that was, you know, dubbed or named caffeine. And it was supposed to give you like, 
awake again after you'd been like, you know, wearing out. And I was trying to stay off coffee at the time. Um, mm-hmm. and I, and I could never be quite sure if it was a placebo effect or not. Yep. I totally understand that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm right there with you. So I, you know, when I get involved in this company, um, and I'm not sure if you want me to go into my, my whole story, actually, but basically- actually I do let's, let's do that because I think that lends some credibility here, which is the fact that like you did not work for them. They existed. And then you sought them out. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit on me. So I've always built um, businesses using technology and very excited about how technology has an opportunity to really just change businesses and how you reach people and, and everything. Right. And I was working in an advertising space at the time. And personally, I've always been interested in human 2.0, right? So every single diet I've tried, all these different kinds of uh, like, you know, L-theanine and nootropics and things like that I've done. Um, You know, we can go through the list. But basically, I've tried it all. I've done binaural beats. And I came across this product right when it launched. And, you know, I was skeptical like everyone is and everyone should be. And I remember listening to them and just doing some work and was blown away because one of these things is you can actually feel the difference and it's because it physiologically changes your body while you're listening to our music. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is going to change the world. How do I get involved? How do I get into this rocket ship? Right. And I called them up and I called them up and I called them up and after like the 12th time, they finally got back to me and, and I told them like, Hey, you know, like, this is what I do. You need to have me. And they were like, no, you know, we, we're not, we're not ready or we don't have the budget or X, Y, and Z. And I actually quit my job um, because I felt so passionate about what we're doing. And I think it's very rare that there's businesses that line up with something that can help change the world. And I worked for the first month for free and, you know, proved that I knew what I was doing. And then um, you know, eventually got a job and, you know, down the road, basically, um, ended up seeing the vision f- further than I think, um, the original people that started it and then, um, was brought on to be CEO and run the company from there. So it's really interesting. I never thought or envisioned that I was going to be in this position, but, um, I'm here and we're all working together to see that goal of being able to enhance humanity and, um, you know, really grow what we're doing. So your experience with Brain FM was similar to something that I mentioned that I'm a lifetime member to uh, as of like two, three years ago uh, in our pre-call conversation. Um, people that are listening to this are familiar, obviously, with me mentioning on the show before uh, Focus at Will. And when I first tried that, uh, I had this that same kind of experience that you did where it was like, whoa. Uh, how am I suddenly able, it, it was almost like getting on a track and suddenly realizing not that you're going faster, but that you're going longer distance with less effort, uh, mm-hmm. metaphorically, so to speak. Yep. And, uh, and a lot of people out there, when I talked about it, they would say, well, why wouldn't I just get an Apple music or Spotify playlist and do that instead and find, you know, similar music that people have curated out there. Uh, but it's not the same thing, right? It's not. So, um, make a long story short. So the founder of this company, his name's Adam Hewitt. Um, I tell everyone he's my secret weapon and, uh, he's been doing this for 18 years and basically, um, building, um, these mental states through music. 
So we do something in the brain called entrainment, which is basically a, a principle of like locking. And we can go through that, but basically um, he's been creating these things through entrainment. You can do it through sound. You can do it through magnets. You can do it through light. It was always very interesting in that. Um, so the founder has been doing this for 18 years and started developing this technology. And uh, we use something called entrainment, which you can do with magnets. You can do it with sound or you can do it with lights. And he started building this in, in sound, obviously, and started refining it. So at one time, it took six months of active use for two hours a day to feel a bump in your productivity. And like you were saying before, is this placebo? Is this working? Who knows, right? And he's like, this isn't something that's going to work. And it was really designed for medical and research purposes. And then from there, it was three months. From there, it was two months after refining it, refining it, and refining it. And that's why we actually build everything with an AI. He's one of the first people to build um, an AI system that can produce sounds and line things up. And we kept going and kept going. And, and along the way, I think specifically, like you were mentioning, Focus at Will, I think they had similar principles to where they were starting. But there was one point where we went in different directions, and we are doing things more than Focus. And we also have continual research and improvement on what we're doing. So, you know what? To be honest, I, I feel like if you compared both products, I'm going to let you decide which one you like better. But what we're doing with our Focus product is we actually have a grant from the government to help us validate whether we can be a preliminary step or a replacement for ADHD medications. And we have studies and science to prove what we're doing actually is effective, right? Um, and we're doing more than that. We're doing sleep. We're doing relax. Um, we're actually working on the back end and workout. And what we try to do is really be science first. So when you, you're using our product, not only can you feel it, like I was mentioning before, but you actually can look at the scientific evidence to show how this affects population on a long scale and... Um, you know, have that backing to feel, you know, it's not just me. It's not just my my own personal preference. Is this going to scale? Is this going to change? Um, we're really on this bleeding edge of audio neuroscience, and uh, we're ch- keep pushing that boundary. This is fascinating to me because, again, I, I am somebody, uh, again, listeners of the show would know, who has ADHD but has opted out of taking medication because the side effects – would mess up my sleep or mess up my appetite and other things like that, which were way worse negative wise, you know, uh, symptomatic wise to deal with those things than it was the ADHD. So again, partly why I got into productivity and, you know, built systems and things like that. But man, for something like this to aid in the, uh, alleviation of things like that, that's again, that's partly why I, I turned to music because it's that, Oh, gosh, I'm going to botch this, but you probably know more about the neuroscience behind this. So let me say this, and then you can kind of correct it. That'll be good. Um, Essentially, when it comes down to ADHD, one of the cool things for me is to play music or, you know, sometimes it's coffee shop noise or different things like that, that will distract my brain enough in a weird way so that my brain can stop wandering and getting up out of its seat metaphorically and the and sit down and literally just focus on the task at hand. And mm-hmm. so that is how 
uh, I typically would use a tool like this where I would say, okay, put my headphones on and it blocks out the world and keeps me from – in, in other words, in a weird way, it's not blocking out. It's allowing a specific distraction – uh, it preoccupy, you know, it's almost like, oh gosh, this is bad. It's almost no, like, handing, no, you're really close. You're really close to exactly what it's doing. Um, it's, so, it's almost like handing my son an iPad. So he stops bothering me so I can work <laughs> and, and that's yeah. horrible parenting. Shame on me. But at the same time, that's not always bad. You know what? So you're so close. Um, and it's really interesting. So I can talk on a scientific level and talk about how, you know, what we're doing, but what I, whenever I have these discussions, I like to talk about it from an evolutionary level because the reason why this works on me, you, and you know, pretty much all of humanity is because that we're all humans and we have fundamental things that we've evolved to um, exist, and that's how we how we're here now, right? And if you look at music and really just listening. Um, the the way that um, hearing is intertwined to our brain is very, very interesting, right? So it's one of the senses you can't shut off. If you're sleeping and I say your name, you wake up. Why? Well, because 20,000 years ago when we're in, you know, caves or huts or something, um, that could be like noises could be, you know, a bear coming to eat you or another villager trying to kill you or whatever, right? And it's this alert system. So our, our body is actually designed for distractions because distractions save our lives, right? And what happens in present day is that um, we don't have those distractions. So our brain is an overdrive and heightened awareness about what is going on. And, you know, again, before it was this life or death situation of a jaguar coming. And now it's a life or death situation of an ex-girlfriend texting you. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have the same exact thing, but our brain treats it as such. Yes. And because it doesn't have these, the stimulations, um, even if you're in a desk and in a computer and you feel safe and you know, you do, um, it's still looking for danger. I say in the same way, most people sleep better in thunderstorms and rainstorms because most predators don't hunt in thunder and rainstorms. The same reason why red makes us hungry because by going through the canopy and seeing a red apple, we've been able to find that that is sustenance that that feeds us, and that's why there's all these psychological studies that show, you know, why McDonald's paints their walls reds and things like that. It's all these evolutionary like mechanisms, and what we do with our music, we we take those starting points and we say great, and we build those in. And like what I tell people is, we have like nine secret sauces, right? <laughs> um, but we have all these different kind of fundamentals that we do from an evolutionary perspective, from a uh, modern perspective, from you know all these different kinds of things to really build the best music from the ground up for you for every single time. Does that make sense? Totally. Yes. And yeah. That that is perfect, perfect, perfect way to put that. I really appreciate you uh, simplifying that down. So, <laughs> no, but you got it. I mean, really, it, it's exactly what you're thinking: is that your mind is always looking in these other ways, and what the music basically does is just direct your mind so you can focus on one thing because you don't have to focus on, you know, these other distractions. So, 
you know, I don't know if I'll say in my marketing thing of get your give your inner brain a, an iPad, but we'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can run with that and take that. Uh, but but the other thing, the, it's not just about, you know, in the same way that this show is not just about productivity in and of itself. It's about all the different aspects of that. It's it, your tool uh which i mean that's that's what it really is is it, it is a tool that isn't just about again popping caffeine fill p- caffeine pills to focus although mm-hmm. that's not even necessarily a good idea either because the jitteriness of it is not going to anyway we we won't go there necessarily but it's not just about focus it's not just about sitting down putting your headphones on cranking music that helps you focus and then plowing through there's so much more that our brain is capable of doing and these other states that I'm really interested in specifically for me with sleep. I mean, that's the other end of the spectrum it, sort of, I guess that's again, false science that I'm kind of saying there, but you know, <laughs> it, it, let me put it this way. In a lot of people's minds, you're either switched on and you're focused or you're switched off and you're sleeping. And we spend most of our lives in between there where we're kind of whatever, uh, mm-hmm. you know, halfway through. I don't think that's necessarily the right way to put that, but probably, you know, better science than me when it comes to that. But what I'm trying to say long winded wise is I'm really seeing the appeal of being able to use this to one, help me relax two. Help me get better sleep, which is hugely important. And we've had a whole episodes on this on the show before meditation as well. Um, so I'm curious, how does the same tool help you between focusing and meditating and relaxing and recharging and sleeping and not just those five things, but all these different kind of flavors in between there? Because when I was in the website for it, um, there's not just a you know, five different buttons and you press that and then you press play and you go. It's like all these different, like nuanced flavors of all those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good question. So basically go back to that scaffolding thing, right? That was mentioning before the metaphor. And what we do is we start with the thing that we're trying to do. So traditionally what a lot of people do is that there's music created in the ethos of the world, right? So some people use Spotify for that. And they basically say, I want to create a sleep track, right? And they find piano music. They find soothing music. They find music that they associate with going to bed, right? And what we do is we actually discard all of that knowledge. And we say, okay, first off, what does the brain look like when we're sleeping? What does the brain look like when we're relaxing, right? And we have, you know, EEG readings, fMRI readings, all these different kinds of data points to know what it looks like. And we put that scaffolding into that AI system. And then we work, and our composers, this is why we work with composers and an AI, is basically they design these sounds that we associate with sleep around those things. So we can actually make people fall asleep listening to electronic music, um, but it's not really as enjoyable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so we really start with this fundamental approach of, you know, mental state first, music second. And that's how we're able to craft for sleeping, to relaxing, to focusing. Um, the whole idea is basically, again, being able to have a mental state on demand at any time. And it's a similar technology in all these different kinds of functions, um, but it's a different approach in the level of um, tuning. So Brain FM, it's, it's uh, I don't know if you caught this, 
but basically it's like a tuner for your mind, right? Like an FM tuner. And that's why um, we have that name. Oh, that's a really great way of looking at it is, you know, kind of turning the dial and getting into a certain station. And so all these different things are different stations your brain can, can tune into. That's cool. Yep, exactly. Well, and, and this is essentially radio, what we're doing here right now. So that fits as well. <laughs> um, so for me, uh, again, I've been falling asleep. Let's see here. I'm 40. And since I was like 13, so what, 27 <laughs> years, maybe a little before that. Mm-hmm. All, for for nearly 30 years now, I've been sleeping to music, like not all night, like I will put it in and then, you know, when it's done playing, it's done playing. For me, that's always been kind of a, I kind of focus in on the music itself and the music, you know, sometimes it is electronic music um, or similar to it or rock or whatever. But anyways, uh, the music distracts my brain. So I'm not thinking about the day or not having that, you know, keep, you know, keeping me awake mentality. I can I can fall asleep probably within 10, 15, 20 minutes if I'm listening to music, but I'm mm-hmm. actually interested in trying this because I think it may work better or be more effective, in other words, because it's designed for that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of interesting things that are going on with actually what you're telling me, right? So um, it's more than just music, right? Uh, there's also habits that are baked into what we're doing, yes. right? And And there's a lot of it's really interesting because even though we we you know are setting and focusing on one thing we actually come across all these other things at the same time so for you specifically i would say you have a habit over the last you know x yes. amount of years let's <laughs> say that of of falling asleep to music and that is actually like a priming effect for you going to bed i'm sure that you don't need to have it every time but if you don't have music it kind of feels weird right and it's because you're you have on a psychological perspective a certain kind of uh, trigger that you associate with it's time to go to bed um, so with that being said is you know I applaud that you can you found a way over the years to fall asleep in 10 to 15 minutes and because that doesn't work for everyone right um, with our music I would say that it wouldn't make you maybe fall asleep faster because um, our promise right now is that 10 to 15 minutes but it may make you fall asleep in a deeper sleep. So taking a step back, our music is designed for, you know, again, people like yourself that have this trigger or these, these already listen to music in all these different activities. Um, but it's also designed for people that don't. So for people that have challenges sleeping, um, it's, you don't need to build this trigger system and this habit thing. It's designed that the first time you listen to our music, it helps you fall asleep in 15 minutes. Now, one of the things that I'd like to say is that for uh, the sleep music, especially, it's important that you use, you know, because that sounds like you're going to go home and test this out. Um, it's important that either you use headphones that you can find that comfortable and you can sleep in, or you Bluetooth to a speaker that's high fidelity enough to get the depth of sound mm-hmm. that we have. Yes. So we have our, our sound files are like eight times bigger than normal sound files that you'd find on Spotify or these other music providers. And it's because of all the depth of sounds and variations. Um, but yeah, it's made to help you fall asleep. But the real premise and the real um, great stuff about our music for sleeps, especially is it actually plays the whole night and it's made to keep you asleep. And that's really important because what happens is 
we have a lot of different things that are going on, right? We have REM sleep, we have slow wave sleep, we have these intervals and circadian rhythms in our sleep cycles, right? And what we're trying to do is keep that neural phase locking the whole time. And uh, we have preliminary studies showing that we can help people induce slow wave sleep. Now, there's certain connections that I, I guess I shouldn't probably make now, um, but we have some really promising results to show um, you know, muscle recovery, uh, different kinds of mental performance. We did a pilot study with a U.S. wrestling team where they used our sleep product. And it was one of the first times where uh, any male competitor, the youngest in the history, ended up sweeping gold. Um, so there's a lot of really interesting stuff there. And we have to unpack a lot. But it's also really interesting because when you wake up in the morning, um, your sleep is actually relevant to how you wake up in the morning. Sometimes, if you look at sleep trackers and things like that, you go, oh, it looks, says I didn't sleep really well, but I feel amazing because in the last 20 minutes when you woke up, you woke up great. You woke up on the right side of the bed. There's actually some truth to that age-old thing of waking up on the wrong side of the bed, which is interesting. But um, without going into too much details and, and things of that nature, I'd, super be, I'd be really curious with you know, your experience um, and you know, what you're doing to do it. All I was going to say is a lot of people right now, um, and I wanted to bring this up, is they use white noise and mm -hmm. things like that to sleep, right? And the challenge with that is that there's no um, system in that. So your brain all night, a part of it, is trying to figure out what this is because there's no um, oscillating waves. There's no nothing. It's just randomized noise. And it works on some people, um, but there's a lot of studies that show that it's not as effective, especially for like developing mammals and things like that which we can go to yeah. later um but so my, yeah. my let me put it this let me put it this way my whole family actually does use you know a fan of some sort just as a small amount of white noise um so i've got that also going on at the same time so fans are different um yes. because even though it's white noise um or you know in that paradigm it's actually has a cycle and has a pattern to it so that's okay um, it's, some people have white noise machines that just play random static or static from a TV. And those are not as good, I will say. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Still searching for a great candidate for your company? Don't search, just match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch that busy work. Instead, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. I wish I had Indeed when I was in the hiring process in roles in the past because it is a slow, arduous headache of a process to find the right people or at least it used to be, join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to find and hire great talent fast. In fact, in the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash to-do list. Just go to Indeed.com slash to-do list right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash to-do list. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Two things came to mind. One is the the workout side of things, which you don't have available, but you're testing. And I want to come back mm -hmm. to that in a second. But first, sure. quality of sleep. 
yes, that's huge. Like I, I can, you know, I, I have been doing sleep tracking on my watch for a while now and my phone, but I switched over to the watch because I've, I have found it to be more, uh, accurate. Yeah. I'm going to definitely try to use this as a quality of sleep. What I don't know in, in, in to it, to get better quality of sleep. And that reminds me, I don't know if you've ever. <laughs> uh, this was something I was literally just watching yesterday. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Norm McDonald from SNL. Uh, he has this new show on Netflix and he had David Letterman on there. And I don't know mm-hmm. why they got into this, but they were talking about somebody. Oh, I know. Cause Dave races cars. So we were talking about, you know, how fast he had gone and things like that. And he'd gotten up to like 140 at some place on this highway that is like whatever. And, but it, they, they veered over into conversation wise into somebody who had broke the record and gotten down to doing like the four minute mile and mm-hmm. that that person did it. And then within that same year, once somebody had heard that that was possible, 20 more people did it. And within the next like two years, 50 to 150 or more had done it. And it was this like psychological barrier and that Norm had heard somebody say that basically it's physically possible to get to a point where a human could even run a two minute mile, but it's our brain that gets in our way that it's constantly saying, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. And it sounds like now then pivot, you know, this one, it, the, the music here, the, the, the science behind this would help you overcome that kind of stopping point, that physical or psychological hang up stopping point for a lot of these things where it's like, no, I can't focus or no, I can't meditate or no, I can't get good sleep. It's going to help you slip beyond that. But I'm really fascinated since this, since I was talking about physical stuff with the running of the mile, what you guys are looking at in terms of the workout stuff. And I know it's not available yet. It's not going to be available for a while, but I really want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so first off, um, I'm actually very familiar with that story. Um, in another life, uh, so I'm a secondary black belt. And um, that was something that you constantly have to tell yourself and push yourself because it's not ne- always about your physical capabilities. It's more about your mental. I mean, if you look at these endurance challenges of people that go two days, like Ironman triathlons, right? You look at these guys, and, and granted, they train for this, but I would argue that the harder part of training is the mental capability to push yourself. Um, I have yet to run a marathon, um, but I've talked to a lot of people that have, and they say, hey, listen, after mile, what is it, 18, um, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, because again, I'm not, not a runner, um, but there, it's just the mental game. It doesn't matter what your body feels or not. Um, and one of my one of my friends actually like sprained her ankle and finished running a marathon because she was so determinate about finishing it. Getting that back into what we're doing with the mental states is, to be completely honest, we're trying to figure out why some of the characteristics of some of these workout music actually work, right? So what happens is some of our music and our our uh, things are actually just trials. So focus, relax, and sleep. You know, we we got down, we nailed, um, and we're you know just actually just making it better through study. But we do do different kinds of experiments um, as far as um, just ideas and theories. And we thought that hey, people are already using our focus music right now to work out. So how can we push that further? And what are things that we can do and introduce the music to make it different than focus? to make it specifically designed for workout. 
So we're currently testing it. Um, some of the current preliminary studies show that we can increase someone's cardiovascular output or strength or weight lifting by 20 to 40 percent. Um, I personally use it myself and I can hold a plank for like six and a half minutes. And normally I can hold maybe for two and a half. And it's really interesting because it doesn't necessarily make you stronger by listening to music, but it does something where it aligns your mind into a certain type of, you know, pushing. And to be completely honest, um, I'm not on the research side of this product. Um, you know, I'm, I have a director of science. He's, uh, from MIT and Harvard. Um, and whenever I talk to him, I'm like, what do we learn about now? You know, and what we want to do, and the reason why it's not available now, even though we've had some really promising results, is because we're science first. So we're going to be doing some clinical studies on this. We're going to be doing some large-scale testing, um, you know, in labs and, and things like that. So when we release it, we can show without a shadow that this is something through evidence that helps you and then you can experience it and try it and exp- like, you know, feel it as well. Um, so that's probably not going to happen for at least another year, but I'm really excited for when it does. Yeah. I, I think that there's, there's real promise and potential there that, that as well as the, the, again, the ADHD side of things is really kind of thrilling to me personally. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think that's really, and I may be repeating myself, but, that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to really give everyone an opportunity um, across really the entire world. It doesn't matter if you speak English or Mandarin or um, French, right? We're all human. And we're trying to give people a way to unlock what's already in them and being the best version of themselves. So you, and, and it's not something that we're, what we're doing is we're imbuing people with special powers. You know, you can always get this focus state on your own, but it's really difficult because of the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. You know, even even myself, right? Like I'm working out and sometimes I have things on my mind that distract me from my workout. And it's a lot easier to get into that zone when you're playing, you know, this music designed to focus your mind. And almost give you like that meditative state in these different areas of your life and just do what you need to do. Because half of it is not worrying about, you know, I don't know, taxes or, uh, you know, your your dog or this or family or whatever. You know, it's just about going to the gym, lifting weights, putting them back down, running, running far, you know. But what happens is we distract ourselves with the things that are important to us um, but should be able to be you know, maybe forgotten or, or pushed away for, you know, 30 minutes. Yeah. See, and I, and I suspect even aside from the habitual obvious hook that you called attention to with my listening to music as I go to bed at night, that I think that's what I use it for. I think that's, you know, as a teenager, as an, an as an early teen on up to now just being adult, it was kind of this way to escape the world as I fell asleep instead of thinking about you know, whatever was on my mind that day that stressed me out. Yeah, definitely. I know we briefly touched on the whole, like, again, people are like, well, I'll just play Spotify music or Apple playlist, you know, Apple music playlist stuff that's out there that, you know, I've seen people share on Twitter, things like that. And here's the thing, like, there are times during my workday where, yes, I actually do want to put on actual music and 
Maybe, totally. maybe because I do want to be distracted from the work that I'm doing because maybe I want to take my time with it a little bit and actually, you know, enjoy it or something. Cause, cause again, that's kind of the thing with music is it's, it's about getting us not in these mental states per se, but more in a mood, you know, an emotional state. So totally. th- this is different from that. This is getting in the right headspace, not the like heart space. If I can 100%. That's why we that, call so. it, that's why I specifically call it functional music, actually. Yes. So I'm curious, though, what your – again, we talked about this, how you <laughs> you experienced the Brain FM program and then decided, I have to be part of this. So obviously, it worked for you. I'm curious, though, that was, what, six years ago or a little less, something like that? Three years ago. Three years ago. Okay. okay. So they've, they've <laughs> been around for six. You've been part of it for three. But for these past three years, like, what's your personal experience been? How are you using this tool effectively in your own life? Yeah, sure. So there's a lot of different variations of um, what power users use, which I'm happy to share. But for me, what I do is I start every day off with focus. And what I do is basically take a notebook out and I write down the top three things that I have to do that day. And then these other things that I have to kind of get through or pay attention to. Then I bring up my emails and then I just plug away and get all of my emails done. Right. And what I find best for me is that having a concentrated or scheduled time for focus. And it sounds really weird, (laughs) um, (laughs) but it's it's something that I find more effective when you have this this specific respected time. We have some users that put on focus and they play it all time the hot time they're working. And it's not that I don't recommend that. It's really whatever works for you. But I like to start my day off with it. I like to start with a heavy focus session because then it kind of puts me in the zone and I can weave in and out from there. Um, you know, we, we were talking earlier, I think, before the call about um, why we're calling this functional music and why the main discernment. And it's because this isn't specifically created to replace your Apple Music or your Spotify or your, you know, rock and roll music, right? It's made for specific tasks. And I think it should be treated as such. So I specifically like EDM music, right? And I, I listen to that as much as I listen to our product, right? And it's really coming through the workday or through your life and finding specific times for that. So usually start my day around 8 o'clock or so. I put on focus for about 90 to 120 minutes. Um, I try to crush out as many things as I can in there. Then I usually jump on a few meetings or a podcast like this. And then right after this, I'll probably be jumping on to a little bit more jivey stuff um, where I'll put on some like an EDM mix for a little bit. And then I'll probably finish the day off with another out 90 minutes to 120 minutes of, of focus and then go through my day. Uh, you know, obviously I'm, I'm doing the workout music because I'm really interested in figuring out, you know, a lot of these questions that we have and, and, and refining it. And then I live in New York city where there's so many, <laughs> you know, noise pollution, right? So I have um, a very high fidelity uh, Bluetooth speaker that actually pairs to two speakers and one's on one side of the bed, one's on the other, and I put on sleep. Um, and I specifically like the beach sounds, um, so I put that on every night to go to bed. Uh, are you using the Meditate at all? So I do. Um, 
I use meditate. I, to be completely honest, you know, meditation is challenging because of the lives, the you know, the the place that we live in the world, right? Um, so I do. Um, I I can't say I use that every single day because for me, meditation is this respected space, right. and I try to make sure that you know, I, I actually have it scheduled on my calendar. But for me, I really want to make sure that that's more about self discovery and, and, and looking inside of myself. So it's harder to do for me during the week, just because, you know, everything that I'm doing, I'm jumping on flights and things like that. So I really normally put that on on the weekends where I can do a, you know, a session for 60 minutes and really dive into that. Meditation is one of those things where it's it's in itself with or without the music about getting into a certain brain state Mm -hmm. in in a sense. So I would say that potentially somebody who's having a hard time uh, or who has always had a hard time is like, Oh, meditation's not for me. I can't do it. Would maybe find this helpful, almost like a, a beginning like crutch to get started with. And they maybe they themselves would train up enough that they could do it more easily without music that's just a theory mm-hmm. they, so it's, it's actually both ways it could be a training wheel application which kind of helps you get into that um headspace faster right um and helps you just really you know it again on the fundamental level we encourage a mental state so mm-hmm. it's hard to arrive there by yourself it's through training and and you know a lot of these things I, you know, I, I just admitted before uh, this that meditation is hard to do with a travel schedule and busy and running a company. Um, but there was a time where I'd meditate every day for 20 minutes. And it's really difficult to start and to actually feel something because you don't know what you're even trying to feel. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Um, and yeah, we do have people that try us for meditation and, you know, take it seriously and have this experience. And they're like, oh, okay, this is what I need to feel now. And we also have some people that have meditated for years and they go, hmm, I'm going to try this. And some people self-report that they are able to find a deeper meditation or um, yeah, experience faster than they normally would. So it really comes down to the person and if this works in you know what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, in that same way that, again, um, using this to for sleep may not necessarily help you get to sleep faster, or maybe it will, uh, it probably will. But, uh, for, for my case specifically, it's not going to necessarily help me get to sleep faster than I already am. It's going to help me get better sleep, deeper sleep, uh, yep. consistently. So I, that now that makes sense to me. So, uh, well, Daniel, this has been awesome. And, uh, I am really looking forward to trying this out on an even more in-depth basis. And I'm going to link up to it in the show notes with uh, all the science and all the, you know, where you can go to do the free trial, all that kind of stuff for everybody. Is there anything else that I should include in those links? Uh, No, I think I think that's pretty much it. What I do ask for people is if they try us and they, you know, have a great effect or they don't, feel free to email me. Um, I love hearing user feedback and and what people's experiences are. Um, It's interesting because some people, they use this only for focus. Some people only use this for sleep. Some people use this for everything, right? And it's really great because as we are actually releasing a brand new version of our product for next year, um, really helping me communicate what we're doing, how we're you know, doing this and the approaches for functional music and for, for listening. And um, 
yeah, I just I just love to hear people's feedback and experience. Perfect. So, okay, well, I'll make sure to uh, include that uh, in the show notes as well, so that if you know if people try it out and have feedback, like they can let you know. So, perfect. Sounds great. Awesome, Daniel. Thank you so much for being here. This has been uh, fascinating, and just I, I, seriously, I can't wait to get better sleep and hopefully get get into a lot of different better brain states moving forward. Thanks for having me. So I'm curious if this has piqued your interest at all. Have you ever tried playing music to be more productive? Have you ever tried any type of musical system like this? Again, we mentioned Focus at Will. Again, disclaimer, I am a lifetime member of that. I paid into it two, three years ago and have access to it in infinity unless they change the terms of service. But Brain.fm has me fascinated because it does some stuff that that other one doesn't. And again, you can try it for free. And you can get 20% off if you decide to sign up, which, disclaimer, I also did. I did sign up for Brain.fm. It did impress me that much. So make sure to take advantage of that offer from Daniel to get 20% off your first year of Brain.fm by going to beyondthetodolist.com slash brainfm and use the promo code BEYOND. If this is piquing your curiosity enough to go check it out, I'm sure you know somebody else who would be interested in it as well. Head on over to the show notes for this episode at beyondthetodolist.com slash 243, and there you'll find the share buttons to share this publicly on social media or privately through email or private messaging. I'd love it if you'd do me that favor and share this episode with somebody that you know needs to hear it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for supporting the sponsors. And I will see you next episode.